Slack and Slash Productions presents From the frigid wastes of Canada to the gothic gloom of Barovia, it's Strahdcast. A live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring David Faulkner, Jason Galinsky, and Laird Hiscock. With production management by Gail Bird, and I, Scott Sharplin, will be your Dungeon Master as we play through Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition campaign, The Curse of Strahd. Previously on The Curse of Strahd. On the road again, after a harrowing escape from the corrupt town of Velaki, our heroes Andre, Dragomir, and Ralston bid farewell to their allies, the Vistani, as they set off into the wilderness in search of the resources and the secrets that might help them defeat the Dark Lord, Strahd von Zarovich. The caravan proceeds into the woods, and after a few minutes of frantic riding, Gargosh calls a halt and takes stock. Remarkably, the Vistani have all survived this crazy little journey, um, thanks in part to your efforts. And they stand together in a tight group in the woods, and they look to Gargosh to see what will happen next. And uh, Gargosh says, we must put Madame Ul among the other Vistani who have passed. That is the most important thing. But I do not expect you to move back into the mountains for our sakes, he says to the three of you. You have helped to preserve the Vistani in more ways than one. As far as I'm concerned, you are kin to us now. If you wish, you may take one wagon and a horse and stake your own claim in this land. We do... Um... We do have business, I think, elsewhere, Gargosh. I think we'll have to take you up on that. Please know that um, we all have the utmost respect for Madame Wool. And she has given us a lot. But I think that we need to press on. Yes, uh, I suspect our paths may cross again. Uh, it is the nature of paths, especially in Barovia. But until that time, I wish you health and safety. I'm confident none of us will ever be welcome in Valaki ever again. It, uh, it did not go as I had hoped. I suspect you are right. But I also wonder if a regime change in that town is long overdue. And perhaps now that the Baron's bodyguard is dead, there will be more frequent attempts on his life. Who knows who will be 
Burgomaster when we return. He says, uh, May I ask, where do you plan to travel next? We have business in both Kresk and north of um, Valaki. We're looking for the Silver Hold, Silver Dragon Hold, the Silver Dragon Tower, the Tower of Silver, Dragon the Temple of Vost, Argosh? Argos? Vost Hold, Silver Vost. Gargosh waits very patiently for <laughs> to go through all of these things. <laughs> he says, uh, Argon Vost Holt, I assume. Argon Vost, yeah, that's what I said, that's what I said, thank you. Yes, yes. Well, I... thank you not to correct me again in the future. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I have heard of the place, but I do not know the way. I cannot advise you. But you may be able to give us advice on how to avoid trouble for the first part of the journey. Uh, I, do, I don't know where the Ash Bastards uh, ah. might be in the way. Yes, he says, uh, traveling anywhere in Barovia, you run the risk of encountering them. But you have uh, fluency in the language they speak. If you can dip into your chest, I'm sure you will be able to uh, smooth over any rough encounters with them. Please do not assume that you are obliged to avenge the blemishes they caused me. Uh, I am uh, accustomed to such uh, rough dealings. Um better you look after yourselves i we're certainly not looking for trouble that we can avoid i don't know you just murdered two humans in broad daylight i that that was trouble we could not avoid that was trouble we were barreling straight into (laughs) (laughs) shall we shall we head west then i know at least some of what we were looking for was that way Mm mm-hmm do we Arkenvast hold is where in regards to this map? Like I see Velaki on the map. Yeah. And I see Kresk. You you have a, a little map that uh Rictavio sketched on a napkin. And you can surmise that the journey would take you from here west and then probably uh across and down along the Svalich woods, um, the old path into the mountains. Uh, all right. Well, um, the the question that lingers, I suppose, is whether you are going to separate immediately, uh, or whether you want to spend a night together in in presumably mutual safety. Uh, before you head your separate ways. Uh, I, the... I suspect that this will be our last night of relative safety mm-hmm. if we spend hey, it. Yeah, they've got a big bag of salt, and they stocked up on it while they were in Velaki. Uh, you did not buy any salt, or holy water, or wooden steaks. Uh, so you you are relied, relying on their on their uh, on their generous 
offer of safety if you want to take a long rest. <clears throat> we need the long them. rest. Two or three yes. short rests would be even better. <laughs> uh, how about a, a short rest followed by a long rest? A couple of short rests. And then maybe like half a long rest, and then you'll be done. So is that a yeah. foxtrot? Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of works out. It works out to a waltz. Hmm. I um, yeah. I think we should stay together. Perhaps they'd be willing to um, uh, help us with some of those key supplies we don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, like salt, yeah. some more arrows. Yeah, the uh-huh. things we didn't uh-huh. think of. Yeah, yeah. We can, but ask. But regardless. We can uh, uh, help with their protection for one more night and ours. I cannot right. recall a single. I also want to. Hmm? I just can't recall a single instance where the salt actually helped us. <laughs> uh, well, the well, mm. the first time uh, Ingrid approached the caravan when you were still in the town of Barovia, she did not cross the circle of salt. She sent the wolves in instead. Right, well, whether or not just for the record mm-hmm. Strad was in the ringmaster's fucking wagon so the salt isn't where the fiddlers fuck there's that there's that yeah and and as you uh interact with the vistani uh, over the course of the evening you realize that perhaps more than anything that's happened uh even more than madamul's death uh that has uh devastated them has has uh eroded the solid ground beneath their feet. Uh, They confide in you that they trusted Ringmaster Blink because Madame Ool said that he could be trusted, and now they are both gone, and uh, they're really not sure who they are anymore. Why would Madame Ool ever have said that? Mm -hmm. She must have been deceived. Or... I can only guess. Uh, it is possible that once she knew a different person whom she named Ringmaster Blink and that this Strahd is was able to take its place. I have I have no I have no way of knowing. That does sound like his style. He is insidious. He can appear at any time in any place within his realm. And you are correct, Ralston. I do not believe for a heartbeat that a circle of salt will keep him out. All right. Good night's sleep, everyone. Good luck with that. (laughs) Before we go, I do Hmm. want to check in with Nadja about how she's doing, because Hmm. uh, I think we turned her life upside down today and i don't know whether for the good or the bad mm-hmm. yeah i uh, i think a scene with nadja would be an excellent idea uh just before we do that uh i want to check in with dragomir because uh, you and gargosh were getting uh to know each other before the uh the arrival in Velaki and uh uh, this uh, this last night together, um, he's probably willing to open his cabin up to you again uh, if you want to spend more time with him. Uh, I think so. I think so. I think there may be a little bit of hoping for some pillow talk of more information of what is around and 
uh-huh. what things may help us as we travel and mm, yeah very sexy yeah yeah uh well um i think what i'm gonna do is i'll get you to make a check um something charisma based um persuasion perhaps okay um, um like yeah 10 mm-hmm. modified all right um yeah, I mean he's he's uh, he's willing to talk uh, after yeah. after the other stuff, um, but uh, he's uh, he's very cagey uh, about those sorts of details. Um, he says, "I uh, we have so little time. I'd I'd rather I'd rather hear about you, Dragomir. Uh, such a such a strange path that's brought you here." Before you slept for those many centuries, uh, mm-hmm. well, forgive me. There's no other way to put it. But were you civilized? I was very civilized. It just was not necessarily this civilization. What do you mean? There was more, uh, than, more than one in your day. Well, and enough, perhaps. Perhaps there's a reason why Nikolai and his brother were particularly odious to me. Mm. There's... There was a lot about the last town that I needed to get away from that did not fit with uh, with my past. Our horses have smelled the truth about you from the mm. very start. You are. You would notice. You are not just a beast in bed, I think. <laughs> oh, you're so kind. Uh, uh, it troubles no. me. Uh, this land, this time, uh, to embrace the animal inside you is to court evil to embrace the animal inside is also to take advantage of any of any skills of any powers one can do to try to bring to bring the 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 forest to bring the world to bring the land back uh. to get rid of the mist is there nothing is there anything that is too risky or too unwanted to avoid that? I don't think so. I've only ever known the mists. I can't imagine a Barovia without them, but you can. I, I hope to show you one day. Huh. He says, it will not be easy. The Dark Lord's well, some say that he has captured the very heart of the land. That he keeps it prisoner inside his castle. Then, then we shall have to find out what this heart is. And free it. <laughs> you are... Uh, you are as brave as a wild wolf. But perhaps also as naive. He says, 
the wand I used to widen the gates, it came to me uh, from uh, a wizard I knew uh, a year or two back. He said his moniker was Danan, but he was, uh, he had as many mysteries in his past as you. Hmm. I think, I think you should take it. He Thank you. passes you a wand that's made from a, carved from a branch. It's, uh, it's sort of a, a twisted, almost coiled uh, natural formation. And uh, he says, uh, and perhaps uh, it will help you get out of one or two scrapes as you accompany your little heroes on their quest. <clears throat> now we have Andre seeking out Nadja. Before we get started, I like the fact that Gargosh has a type. Men with mysterious pasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, could be, could be. Yeah, or, you know, uh, anyone with mysterious pasts. Possibly. He's, he's a bard, so he's, he's pansexual. Uh, Understood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Andre, you approach uh, Nadja, sitting off to the side, uh, away from the, the fire. Uh, yeah, uh, very uncertainly. Um, uh uh, I'll start by asking Nadja if she minds if I sit down. <laughs> uh, yeah, she she seems uh, withdrawn or distracted, but uh, she does warm uh, to you uh, when uh, when you arrive, and uh, she says, uh, "Of course, please, Andre, sit." Enough. Uh, uh, no, no, it's all right. You you don't need to bite. Uh, you hadn't noticed the little gray snake uh, that was. Uh, uh, crouched beneath the log she's sitting on, but uh, it uh, slides away, and you uh, you sit down safely. She says, uh, I... I keep thinking back to that moment in the town square. You were... You were something else. Something inhuman. When you attacked Itzek, you were... You were unstoppable. It was terrifying. But... But I keep thinking of that. And... And before... Before today, all I could think of... When I thought of him, all I could picture was the fire. Him holding my face the pain of it and and now that's gone I don't know what you had to become to change that but you've done something I never imagined possible you've you've cured me of that moment I'm glad something good came of it. I, in the moment, all I knew was that this man who had 
uh, done such uh, committed such atrocities uh, was trying to keep Madame Oul from her rest and I knew we had to escape I did what I thought I had to do in the moment it all happened so fast I didn't know what I might be doing to you in the process um, I wasn't sure whether to come over and apologize to be honest um, I, I do hope that something good has come of it um, you have nothing to apologize for he he was the monster he was soulless and he was cruel and I I can only imagine the pain that he has caused to others since I fled he will never hurt another person now and that is all that matters to me so thank you well, that is something. I uh, I owed you a debt. Uh, no. You saved my life before. No, no. I think perhaps we've helped one another. Uh, uh, all right. I I still feel. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you have. <laughs> you have the treasure. I was seeking when I found you, and you now have the key to uh, to whatever future I have, you've unlocked it. By cutting me free from my past, I... I'm going to ask Gargosh if I can travel with you. I've lived with the Vistani my whole life since I was so young since I ran from Itzek, but whatever you are trying to do here, I don't understand it. I can't believe in it, but I want to help. If you'll take me. Uh, uh, I don't know what danger we're walking into, and you say you don't know what we're going to do I don't know either I feel twisted around by fate uh, a fate I, I, I don't know how to foresee no no um, no Andre she takes you she puts her hands on your cheeks she says no that is not how you should see the road ahead we are Vistani there is no fate we are cursed to be born and we are cursed to die, but everything between those two points, it is up to us to steer our way, to choose our paths. You saw Gargosh. The, the gate was too narrow. <laughs> we were not meant to get through. It was fated that we stay in Velaki. He didn't care. He did what he needed to do to make his own path. That's what you're doing. That's what all of you are doing, I can tell. And and I want to do the same. I, I've i never even tried before. If it's something you want to do for you, and not something you feel an obligation to do, uh, I'll, um, I'll check with the others. 
Thank you. Uh, I'll speak with Gargosh. All right. Ralston. Anybody you need to talk to before the end of the night? No, I think I'm okay. Say again? I think I'm good. Well then, it is uh, Saffron that approaches you. Maybe while you're on watch. All right. She sits down beside you rather stiffly and a moment she says you said before that you would help me if I knew a way if I knew how you could help me to free myself from my blood from Babalisaga you said you would help that's still true did you think of a way? <laughs> no, I have no idea. I... I was trying to barter my way up to trade with lesser witches until I could speak to her myself. But I was also a coward, and I'm not sure I ever would have had the nerve she says you're smart you you know about the past and the gods and things that I didn't even think were possible that come from your fingertips if if there's anyone alive in Barovia who could find a way to set me free it's you. <laughs> and you say you would do it if I asked. If I can help in any way, I will put every effort behind it, I promise. Why? I've done nothing but hurt you. Well, don't get ahead of yourself. I'm a man of the cloth. It's my job to help those in need. And uh, you, girl, are in sore need of some help. She smiles for the first time I think you've ever seen her smile. And she says, that much is true. Well then, I guess I will... Uh, <laughs> ask you... Prostrate myself? How how does this work? No, that's I... fine. You've done enough. So, um, as uh, you may have heard, my friends and I have some business to take care of. Uh, but on my travels, I will make every effort to research and study what I might need to get you out of your situation. Um, and I'll probably, I'm hoping, meet you in Krusk maybe in a couple of weeks. And maybe we'll have more to... Um, more to speak on the matter before I depart before my friends and I depart in the morning just if you could share with me all the information that you have I will take some notes and uh, 
I mean, I'll, I will ask, I will research, I will do everything I can to see if we can figure this out. Um, I don't know what the ending is, um, because I don't have enough information, but I promise I'll do everything I can. The ending is, you die, and so do I. Well, we all have that one coming. Uh, just not today. Not today. All right. All right, Ralston, the whatever you are now, I'll tell you. All right. And she proceeds to explain what she knows or thinks she knows about the Fae, whose blood she carries within her. And... Probably you don't need to write a bunch of stuff down, but uh, the important takeaway is that powerful uh, fey like Baba Lisaga, um, whom uh, Saffron believes is the daughter of Baba Yaga, um, that they, they reside in uh, another realm, uh, another dimension maybe, uh, called the Gloaming. And so they're invisible to us, except uh, exactly at dusk and exactly at dawn. Uh, she says that there are ways to enter the gloaming, but she doesn't know any for certain. She's only heard rumors uh, to solve a riddle at sundown uh, or to uh, spill the blood of an innocent at dawn. Um, but. She says even with that knowledge, she doesn't know where to find Baba Lisaga, uh, and certainly has no way of knowing how to bid her to do what you will, uh, to convince her to release Saffron. Uh, that's far beyond her, her knowledge at this point. Uh, she also believes that Baba Lisaga is the mistress of most of the hags in Barovia, um, some werewolves, and uh, maybe the Ash Bastards as well answer to her. That's an interesting one. Mm. Okay. So I will, um, I'll tell Saffron, essentially, alright, so with the information that you've given me, um, with luck, I will encounter someone in my travels that can point me in the right direction. Um, again, I hope that we'll see each other again soon. Uh, possibly in Krusk, um, and maybe I'll be able to update you, hopefully with some information or some lead that I can follow or that we can follow together. Um, in the meantime, just take care of your people. They need you right now. Um, I'm not entirely convinced that the guards uh, and the ruling classes in uh, Wallachi um, won't send someone to Krusk to follow you. Um, yes. So just make sure you take take care of your people, and with luck, we'll see each other again soon. Um, you have gold already, and whatever power comes to you from your god, I can't offer you those things. Do you want to fuck? As a man of the cloth... I'm very much into that. <laughs> we should make some arrangements immediately. Uh, 
All right, he says, let's... <laughs> Is that really what this go. was about, this whole... Did you just make this all up because you want to get in my, my cassock? What? No, I... <laughs> no, I don't even... I mean, I'm just trying to figure out your angle, there's no, there, There's no angle, woman. Just take care of your people. I'll see you in Krusk. We will discuss it again. There is no price. All right. Um, Stop stealing from me. That's basically you, it. <laughs> you, you are a very, very strange man, she says. I'll take that as a compliment in these in this day and age. Uh, it's Kresk, by the way. What'd I say? Kros- Krusk. Uh, Did I have a character named Krusk? Yeah, Krusk sounds like a half-orc or something. Yeah, no, I think that was my, uh, the dude with the big axe in our very first campaign. The... Nah, that was Ajax. Oh, that's right, that's right. But Krusk, but Krusk sounds very familiar. I yeah. think there there might have been a... I don't know where he came in. I'll have to I'll have to go through my notes. There's something very um, fear and loathing in Las Vegas about uh, as a man of the cloth. Let's make arrangements to have sex right now. <laughs> the, What's that? As, as your attorney, I recommend that attorney. you get some sunshine acid and a very fast <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, no, uh, I mean Laird was already. Explicit that, as far as he was concerned, there were no rules uh, in the Morning Lord's dogma uh, surrounding who you uh, could fuck. So, uh, but but you still turned her down, or or at least put her off. So, um, good job, good job for not good on you for not sleeping with the redhead. Uh, Wait now, one time <laughs> is that what I just fucking fucked up? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was gonna put out, uh, but you did the right thing. Because uh, she was going to put out for the wrong reasons. So, everybody wins? Do they? <laughs> A- anyway, no, it's fine. I'll see you right. hopefully soon. Uh, so, morning is coming uh, close. And Andre has something to ask uh, Dragomir and Ralston. I'll let you guys roleplay. So, uh, Nadja wants to come with us. Just gonna leave it like that. Everyone remembers who Nadja is. Snake mm-hmm. She's good the with the snakes. Snake. Yeah. The one with the snakes. Yeah. Don't. I don't want her behind me. That's your condition. Yes. <laughs> Not sure I trust her, but. Huh. That's fine. I trust her completely. She's already saved my life once. I can't imagine a situation where her um, skill set won't be of use to us, especially where we're <laughs> going. So, yes, of course. And uh, She knows more about this land than we do. Yeah, for sure. She's uh, asking leave of Gargosh, uh, so on his uh, permission, yeah, we can my, decide to allow her. My only pause is that I'm worried that without Madame Ool and all the other Vistani that they've lost, that may leave an even larger hole in their abilities. But mm-hmm. I'm sure that they can work that out amongst themselves. Yes, that's something Gargosh will certainly have in mind. Yeah, so if Gargosh gives time, us, okay, it's good enough for me, yeah. 
All right. Well, in the morning, as the camp is packing up, uh, Nadja does come back and uh, tells you that she has received the blessings of the Vistani and that she will come along with you. Well, we're, we're not getting married. That I hope I didn't give her the wrong impression. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're married now. Uh, <laughs> I, I married to all three of you. Uh, <laughs> Well, I guess I got to get laid one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Uh, it's going to make for a fairly uh, cramped uh, wagon. You've uh, you've just got the one wagon and uh, the one horse, Dimitri. Um, but uh, if you're okay with that, then she's she's game. So you're going to. Strike off west on your own. Is that right? Yeah, following the mm -hmm. directions that uh, the scholar mm -hmm. gave us. The scholar whose name I will never remember. Ricky Ticky Tavi. Tavio. Yeah. The the only. I'm going to mention one more thing before you head west. Strad's invitation. Strad's invitation. This is the second night. You've just passed the second night of three nights. So if you head west then there's basically no way that you're going to be able to make it up to Castle Ravenloft by the third night. Um, you you could potentially make it there. You could just make it if you barreled your way up the mountain. But if you're heading west, no way. I'm so glad you mentioned that. We forgot to ask for salt and holy water. That's all I have to say. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Well, they can give you some salt. They'll give you some salt, but uh, they're not uh, flush with holy water. I am holy good. water. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we'll throw Ralston at them. When you when you piss, you piss holy water. That's true. <laughs> I'll throw, throw him in the river and then throw him at the, uh, at the vampires. <laughs> well, we should probably have it out over this, because I know I don't want to go. Ralston, you have uh, suggested on more than one occasion that that's dumb. So let's, let's hear it. Well, it's just... Abs. If we want to get the measure of the man, the only way to do that is to sit at his supper table. Um, I don't think Strad is the type to murder us in his own home after he's invited us there. Unless we really piss him off while we're there, which I am very capable of. But I will try to avoid. <laughs> Is the way to get the measure of a lumberjack to sit in front of his axe? So I think your 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 metaphor is a little mixed. <laughs> if I'm eating at the lumberjack's table, he's probably not going to take out his axe and chop me to bits. If him and his wife are there feeding us, see what I'm saying? I do think Strad, despite all of his putrid evil, if he invites us to dinner, he will try to manipulate us, but I don't think he'll straight up try to murder us. And it'll give us a unique opportunity to get an idea about what he's about. Maybe get a little bit of a layout of his castle, possibly get some idea of his level of power or his uh, means the armies he has at his disposal if any 
etc., etc., etc. I will say, uh, we have, in counter to what you're saying, uh, we have already had the chance to sit down and talk to him, uh, <laughs> each of us individually. <laughs> I don't know what more we're going to learn. But in support of what you're saying, uh, he's had opportunities to kill us several times now and has not chosen not to do so. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily a death sentence to go straight into his lair, but one thing I do know, we're not coming out with uh, the treasures of Argenvost. No, but maybe we would then know which treasures of Argenvost are the ones we need. Yes, because we won't have them anymore. Well, we don't have them now. Well, we're holding... But... The, the, our magic weapons is what he's talking about, uh, Jason. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we have ours, but there must be more. Oh! <laughs> he was a dragon, sure. after all. He was. He was. I'm sure he sat upon many. Uh, I think we should be yeah. including Nadja in this conversation. Sure. Oh, I, I see. Now your girlfriend gets a share. Hey, hey, hey. If we're going to walk into the lion's de, uh, maw, you can do that, right? You can walk into a lion's maw, yeah, I'm sure. If you get anyway, kind of small, but yeah. I think she gets an equal vote. Oh, so, for the record, I don't think she was invited. To the castle. Right. Well, she thinks she's going with us, so... Yeah, no, that's yeah. fine. So, please, Nadja, think about hopping on a, a wagon and going right into Castle Ravenloft. Uh, Strad's yeah. invited us to dinner. Care to join us? It's hard to read uh, Nadja's expressions because of the burns and mutilation to her face. Uh, she's somewhat inscrutable. Um, but the silence, the prolonged silence, uh, suggests to you that she thinks this is fairly insane she says uh, after it was revealed that ringmaster blink was in fact strad in disguise he left behind a notebook a sort of catalog of the conversations he had had, I took the liberty of examining it. <clears throat> Ralston, when you spoke to Ringmaster Blink, you said that you wanted to return to your own home, and you believed the way to do that was to kill Strahd. If you could not get back to your own time, then you still wanted to kill Strahd. It says so right here. Dragomir, when you spoke with Ringmaster Blink, you spoke of freeing the wind. And there's a note here in his writing that says, There is no lord of the land. But Strahd is the land. That's what we've been taught. It sounds very much like all of you told him to his face that you wanted to destroy him. And now you're suggesting that you go confront him directly. What 
do you think he will expect you to do other than to fight him? She has good questions. I mean, even if he is honorable, will he assume that you are too? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, um... I just, I just want, I don't want to squander our only opportunity to see him in his own element. Uh, that said, uh, if we decide collectively that it's not a good idea, that's fine. But I just want to let you all know that I think that it would be throwing away an opportunity. It's not a good idea. And uh, the, the only way it could possibly benefit us is if in this visit... Uh, we can both escape with our lives and learn some crucial weakness of Strahd. That's a long shot. Uh, I think that the Temple of Argenvost, as little as we know about it, is a better a better target. Because if anyone's going to share with us possible weaknesses of Strahd, I would think it would be them. My only last comment is that Strahd will not suffer another insult from us if we don't go. He warned us. Is walking in and then walking back out just such an insult if he lets us? Yeah, I don't uh, I don't pretend to read the guy's mind uh, at all. It's right. If you decide to go to the left, turn to page 62. If you decide <laughs> to turn right, turn to page 57. <laughs> I... And then you just keep your finger on that page and hope. I'm confident in Strahd's ability to uh, strike us dead when he wants to. So when I say this, don't imagine I'm underestimating him. But I think his far greater tool the one he makes more use of is fear and if we're going to start deciding what we want to do out of fear I think we're already playing into his game right. sounds like um, Andre and Nadja vote no I vote yes what say you Dragomir I can't imagine heading back into another building at this point I need to spend <laughs> some days in the some days in the woods, in the wild. All right, well, then that settles it. Uh, we Our path leads through the woods anyway if we're heading to Argenvostholt. So. The, just warn you, Temple Argenvost may actually be a building, just, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but you will get some woodsy time on the way. <laughs> okay, that helps at least. All right, we cut immediately through all the woodsy time to the <laughs> temple, <laughs> which is a very small building, like really small. Oh, it's very compact. Yes, yes, yes. Tiny rooms. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I should confess to you that I've been trying my best to keep close track of what your characters are afraid of. Um, that's obviously Dragomir is uh, a bit of a claustrophobe and uh, for some reason uh, that I don't really want to get into Ralston is afraid of uh, umbilical cords Um, but I haven't quite got uh, Andre's um, pegged just yet so the four of you set off uh, well five I guess with Dimitri the horse or six if you include the snake 
set off west from Falaki. Uh, you move through some uh, rough forest trails uh, for several miles and then rejoin the old Svalich Road, uh, which is a broad, flat road uh, that connects Balaki uh, with Kresk. And uh, it is, uh, it's still pretty grim out. It's still very um, drizzly and the mists are very thick. So you, uh, you have to move with some caution through uh, the mists and through the woods. Ralston. Yes. You were uh, in the driver's seat as you left Valaki. Are you going to continue to lead the horse, or will you leave that to your peons now that you have them back? I'll continue to drive unless uh, someone decides I want to turn or I need, I'm tired. Okay. I'm willing to spell you off if you're not going to be a jerk about it. I'm going to definitely be a jerk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suspect Dragomir probably would rather be on top of the wagon than inside it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, So uh, that probably just leaves uh, Naja to be inside the wagon itself. Um, which means as you are uh, riding southwest from the Luna River, um, Naja pokes her head out and says, uh, Andre, can I talk to you inside for a moment? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, when you... back inside with her? Yeah, you clamber back down and enter the wagon, and she gestures over to uh, the back of the wagon where there is a uh, pile of uh, blankets and uh, some hay and two pairs of eyes peering out at you in the darkness. She says, I I found them, or I suppose they found me. Um, they, uh, they said that they... Uh, they know Ralston and ah uh, fuck's sake <laughs> that the orphanage was uh, not very friendly and fun and so um this is Ralston <laughs> Myrtle and Freak this is your problem <laughs> Ralston is busy driving the wagon, so... I'm going to come up to the front, and I'm going to spell off with him, somewhat aggressively. (laughs) (laughs) Ralston, you have a problem to take care of in the wagon. You and Nadia are the closest thing to mummy and daddy here, so all yours, buddy. (laughs) You uh, climb down into the wagon where Myrtle and Freak are uh, huddled together in the corner. And uh, Myrtle says, You can't kick us out now. The wolves will eat us, and then it will be your fault. Well, we're going to Castle Ravenloft, so Strat is going to eat you anyway. So pick one. Wolves or drag or vampires. Your call. You're lying. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) There better be an orphanage in Kresk. I'm telling you right now, 
because there is no way I am raising children while trying to fight the master vampire of Barovia. Okay? So listen, you two are not allowed to eat anything. The food is for me. So just sleep. Sleep as much as you can. And when we get to Kresk, I'll see if I can get you in another orphanage. But I'm hungry, says Freak. So are the wolves. Do you hear me? Nadja says, Don't worry, children. I have good berries. <laughs> I look at Nadja and I go, What, are you a fucking druid or something? I suppose perhaps I am. <laughs> what are you? A fucking daddy or something? Uh, well, if I'm the daddy, guess who the mommy is? I'm going to give Nadja a hug. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're, you're up in the, in the coach. <laughs> so here's my proposition for you. We go to Ergen Vosthold now with the hope and or assumption that it is populated by friendlies. Once we get what we need there, we leave the children with them. Right. The alternative being is we lose two days traveling to Kresk uh, and possibly having to sell the children if they don't have an orphanage there. I have zero idea what we're actually going to find at Argenvost, but if it is the safest place we can think of, maybe I'm full of crap and we should take the kids with us. I um. Did you just did you just say sell? We might have to sell the. Did they say sell the children? Mm-hmm. I heard it. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Get drop them off at the inn. They'll be running it by the time we're back. <laughs> so our only hope there is that, like, we got Argenvassal, check what's up, and maybe that can help them and us. But if Argenvassal is like the cursed tower of evil, then we will have to get the kids out of there and go to Cresc. Uh, so, so we're, we're going for a avoiding a two-day delay acknowledging that we might end up with a four-day but hopefully not right <laughs> all right in the more immediate uh, time frame the sun is setting uh, you can press straight on uh, the road now that you've rejoined the the main road it's uh, it's pretty easy going your horse and your cart have no trouble on it um, so if you press on straight ahead for three hours, then like I said, you'll hit the crossroads around sundown. Uh, once you have crossed the Luna River Bridge, but before you reach the crossroads, uh, there's a um, kilometer or two of open uh, grassland to one side. It's probably a little bit damp, a little bit swampy, but uh, I'm sure you can find a, a dry enough patch that you can uh, stop your wagon and uh, hitch your your horse up. I sure. Mm-hmm. Let's. I, I would suggest we go down that way. And we stay close to, and we camp somewhere close to the water, because if mm-hmm. I recall, Andre had a an experience where getting into the river helped him out. Okay. Yes. Apparently, the vampires do not like the water. Mm-hmm. I don't quite. I don't quite know how that works, but. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so you reach Luna River uh, as the sky begins to darken. The bridge is uh, old stone, um, but uh, sturdy enough to support the weight of your wagon. 
you see on both sides that there are some fairly steep slopes leading down to the wide river. Um, you could probably get down uh, on foot without too much trouble. And there are a few spots right down on the, the, the sort of the gravelly areas around the, the, the banks where you could camp. Uh, but neither your horse nor your wagon will make it down those slopes safely. So that's fine. We can, uh, if we need it to get down there, we can, but. Okay. Camp at the top? Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Okay. Uh, I assume you're going to take watch. Yes. Did we bring any salt? Yes, we did. <laughs> we did make some arrangements for salt, I recall. We were, you were very vocal about the salt. In fact. Yeah. <laughs> I've got salt on the brain. So yeah. let's make a small circle of salt around our camp. All right. Okay. Very good. Will you light a fire? I, I'd rather not if we don't have to. What's, this, what's the weather this evening? Uh, it's cold. The uh, mists are always a little bit cloying. Uh, you, uh, you would probably sleep all right without a fire, uh, unless the temperature drops very suddenly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fine without. If okay. uh, we could get some of the, collect some of the wood we'd need for a fire in case. Let things go bad later, but yeah, look at that. Yeah. All right, lay out a fire, but not light it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and will you be uh, on double shifts or single? I think single enough. Okay. I can scream uh, pretty loud. Right. Okay. Uh, then I will assign a number to each of you. And I will, two, three, four. All right. Um, So it is uh, towards the end of the night, although the sky is still very dark, um, that uh, an event occurs. It's Dragomir's watch. Uh, That means that by this point, Dragomir has already slept. And uh, you dream uh, uh, of being entombed in the... Vistani's crypt. You uh, imagine yourself back there, but then you hear the sound of rocks falling and you realize you're sealed off from the world. Um, You sleep at the same time as Ralston, uh, who dreams that he is climbing a mountain, trying to get above the ever-present canopy of clouds in order to catch a glimpse of the sun. And then when it's his turn to sleep, Andre dreams of his father beating his mother with a white cane. I really don't like these dreams I'm having lately. The mists are thick. Uh, They press in against all of you. And therefore, you have to be eagle-eyed to spy any movement beyond a few feet. Uh, Why don't I get you, Dragomir, to see how eagle-eyed you are tonight? Uh, Perception-y of the eagle? Correct. Uh, That is uh, moderately perceptive. Twelve. Okay. So you uh, hear them approaching before you see them 
footsteps, humans, you guess three of them. And then you see the shapes. By this point, you can probably call out to wake your allies or shake them awake if you'd rather be quiet. I'm going to go with shaking them awake. Okay. Just in case we haven't been seen yet. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they walk right towards you. Uh, they are wearing uh, dark cloaks. They have um, strips of cloth around their faces as well. And they step forward with lo their long swords drawn, but they do not attack immediately. The leader, the tallest of the three, pulls the scarf down from his face. You can see that he has a horrific burn just above his lips. And he asks, name yourselves. Dragomir, and who are you? <clears throat> you must be new to Barovia if you do not recognize an ash bastard. Maybe this will help. He nods to his two companions, and they also tug their scarves down, throw their hoods back. So one of them is missing an ear, and there's just a patchwork, a network of scars uh, around that side of his, his face. And uh, the other one uh, has a, uh, a white eye, uh, blind in one eye, with a, a stripe across his face, as though he'd been struck with a, a hot poker or something like that. <clears throat> the leader says... You're trespassing. Did you not know that as well? Forgive us, sir. I guess we don't know the rules of uh, this area. Tell me, what can we do to settle our trespass? The charge for traveling these roads is 10 gold per soul. Fortunately for us, we have no souls here, so good. That is for us to determine, he says. The one who's uh, blind in one eye steps forward and he draws uh, a dagger from his belt with his other hand. He's uh, grinning, uh, lopsided and uh, toothless uh, as he steps forward and he says, Let's see your hands, then. Um, no. So only three, only three of you guys, huh? That's interesting. No, it just says, Ralston, I think you understand that there are not only three of them. She says, if you need proof that we carry souls, then I shall oblige uh, and he, uh, she holds her hand up. She's wearing uh, her Ophidian mask, incidentally. Uh, she, uh, she put it on uh, when she awoke, and they didn't seem to notice her beforehand. And she holds her hand out, and he, uh, he draws the tip of his dagger across her palm. And uh, blood burbles up, of course. She winces and clutches her hand away. And uh, the leader nods and says, all right, 10 gold for that one. 
What about the rest of you? Oh, all right. I'll offer up my hand as well then. Okay. Um, so when he cuts your hand, uh, he probably a little deeper than you'd like him to. Uh, it hurts. Um, you can attempt to not show any pain if you wish. Uh, you'd have to make a probably a constitution save for that. Uh, did she attempt not to show pain? Mm -mm. No, she she obviously okay. reacted to it. Uh, I don't think I'm going to bother trying to hide it then. I uh, Maybe okay. that's what they want to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he seems satisfied, he says. That brings the charge up to 20. What about you, big man? It's quite a shield you've got there. Mm. Looks to be Can made I of silver. Who would make a shield out of silver? That would be a terrible thing. It's not like anything I've ever seen. Can I just pay instead of getting my hand cut open? Is there any chance? This is my God-having hand. <laughs> the the one-eared guy calls out, uh, What's the fun in that, then? We have been on guard for a long night, says the leader. It's uh, certainly nice if you can give us a bit of entertainment, but Luvash's law states that you either pay or we cut you. If you want to pay first, I suppose that'll be fine. And he looks over at uh, Andre with a, a sideways grin. Like, oh boy. aren't you a shithead? You didn't know that. <laughs> um, so uh, the long and short of it is uh, you uh, are all charged 30 or 10 gold. So 30 for the three of you, uh, unless you object. Another 10 for Naja and the kids. And by this point, they're both awake. And the uh, one-eyed one wants to... Uh, wants to cut them and he uh, he seems uh, very uh, greedy very excited about it he says oh yes it's young blood his bubbles the best he said just a little just a little prick on your finger there hun uh, right. step back hot chap listen um quick sidebar with my friends here excuse me mm -hmm. <laughs> i object heavily to paying these folks as uh, do i great would you like to murder them in the name of the, the, the day daddy? Yes. Excellent. How about you, uh, Andre with a J? I'd rather avoid trouble that's easily avoided, uh, but I don't know that they're going to take the money. I don't know that they're going to take the money and go, though. Can I have a sidebar to your sidebar? Mm -hmm. A long time ago, uh, which is to say, a week ago, after you woke up here, Ralston said, uh, we don't murder people. Now, you have, <laughs> but I've been keeping track, and you've only murdered one person so far. That's Itzek Strasny, and he was barely human, it seemed. He you can wrestle your consciences over that if you'd like, but I want to remind you, Ralston, that that's one of the Day Daddy's rules. We don't murder people. Only vampires 
and werewolves, maybe. Well, sorry. When, when I say murder, what I mean is beat until they get their sense back and they leave us alone. Like we did with those brothers in the alley that time. We just beat them until they stopped being stupid. Yeah, the difference is not just saying these are not just the three people we're seeing. Is I'd like Nancha to be part of this conversation. Is uh... <laughs> Yes. I'm right here, but so yeah. are they. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're just over there. Uh-huh. And if Russell can read lips, the then maybe they can too. I just peek my head up out of the scrum and I go, mm-hmm. can you guys give us a moment? <laughs> uh, yeah. By, uh, yeah, Nadja says, uh, if there are, if I'm wrong and there are no others uh, hiding in the mists, then there are certainly others nearby and they can give us chase. The Ash Bastards own these roads. Even Gargosh pays them. Where do they come from? They have camps throughout the woods. There is a large... Go ahead. If we pay them, will they leave us alone? I don't know. I hope so. Uh, For now, at least, they will. I see them eyeing Ralston's shield, and they notice that we have these fetishes as well. They might be suspicious enough to report us to Luvash, but hopefully by that time, we'll be long gone. I I just don't see why we'd make our, our the rest of our travel even harder by by trying to fight these people now. I want to get pricked, says Myrtle. She was here the whole time. I'll oblige you if you don't shut up. I want to find out if I have a soul, she says. You have a soul. I, uh, I, reach, I reach into my pocket and I hand her my knife. Here you go, buddy. So listen, guys. We Let's pay these guys then because Andre's a fucking coward. And then we'll go and move on. How's that sound? Deal? All right. Sure. They show up again. So they're not cutting the kids. Who's in charge? Who's in charge of the loot again? Who's in charge of the loot? Well, yeah, Andre yeah. is the one who dis- disagree- disapproves of this plan. All right, Andre, start counting out sixty coins. Uh, I will start counting out sixty gold pieces. All right. All right. Uh, the Ash Bastards are very nice, Kale. The Ash Bastards are. Uh, Intrigued, as intrigued by your chest full of gold as they mm-hmm. were by the silver shield, etc. Uh, and they start uh, their own little scrum. Um, but one of them, one, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the the one-eyed one still wants to stab the children, uh, but the leader talks him down from that uh, that particular ledge, and uh, they accept the sixty gold. The leader bows, uh, kind of a mock bow, you know, a little more ostentatious than it ought to be. And uh, he says, uh, and where might you be headed, if I ask, uh, if I may ask, uh, uh, from traveler to traveler? Where else? We're, uh, we're heading west, we're heading to Kresk. Very good, very good. Uh, how strange, the Vistani uh, were seen going east. But you have Vistani fetishes. <laughs> Maybe they kicked you out because your act was no good. <laughs> yes, something like that. Anyway, can we wrap this up? We really have to go back to sleep. <laughs> oh, you're having a long rest. I'm sorry, I didn't realize. I'll, uh, Thank I'll, you. I'll, yes. I'll, give, I'll give you your eight hours. That was too short rest, asshole. <laughs> well, you could sleep in. 
the ash bastards uh, retreat into the night uh, with some of your gold and a bit of your dignity. Some gold. That's a psychotic amount of gold. Psychotic. Well, uh, well, how much gold have you got left? Because we're going to hear psychotic. David? Uh, Well, before I gave him the 60, we had uh, 5,125 gold pieces. I don't know. I don't know how we're carrying it. So far, uh, this hasn't been a point of debate. You're carrying it. Yes, you're the big barbarian. If we had not had to flee town, I, I one of the many things I would have liked to do is convert this into something more portable. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't let you. I like the running gag too much. All right, let us say that. Uh, miraculously, you are able to get your long rests in, so you are uh, at full health and with all of your spells for the first time in as long as you can remember. Yes! Thanks for listening. Strahdcast is created by Slack and Slash Productions, but that really makes it more fancy than it is. Really, we're a bunch of old chums who dig playing D&D and want to share our adventures and our stories with you. If you like what we do, uh, we don't need money, but uh, please tell your friends, or better yet, leave a positive review on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts, really. Those reviews help an awful lot to spread the word. Next week, we've got a 50th episode extravaganza, an extra long episode of Strahdcast that will take you into the chilling depths of Argen Vostholt, once home to Barovia's greatest champion for good. But now, a festering nest of unnatural hunger and wrath. What, did you think it was going to be all sunshine and puppies? Join us then, and until then, stay strong and shine bright.